Midwife Monday. I'm Andy. I'm one of the midwives with Holistic Heritage. And I'm Jaylen. I'm the other half. We're so happy to see you guys today. Yes. We're well rested now. I don't know that I am. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, dude. I slept like the house could have burnt down and I probably would have been all right. I was just oh, no. sleeping. We were both up for about 36 to 40 hours yesterday because we had some wonderful births. But no, I get to bed. And then somebody calls. You know when you're just getting that really deep, deep sleep? And somebody called, and then there was nobody there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I growled. Then we got, And then because of, that woke me up, then the text woke me up. And then I just get back to sleep again, and then my car alarm goes off, which it's got a mind of its own. It just, like, goes off. I'm sure the neighbors love this because it, it happens funny, I'm sure. during the night. And even it happened at the client's house, too. Now, is this my car alarm saying hello? <laughs> um, so that went off. So I got woke up a couple times. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I suffered. Ten- Chris actually said, my husband's name is Chris. Chris actually, when he came and woke me up this morning, he said, I actually checked to see if you were breathing a few times. Because I'm a digger and I will literally like crawl in the cheeks of his butt to sleep. And I want to burrow underneath and spoon and all the things. And I didn't, I literally think exactly where I put my face last night was where it woke up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how your hair was like a hot mess? Mine was like perfect because it didn't even move. That's awesome. <laughs> it was so nice. No, I was so tired. I got home, didn't eat dinner, took a shower, and I went to bed with wet hair. And then, oh, Lord. You know, you go to you bed with this it. curly hair. It's like... You should really post it. Bedhead's my favorite. If ever I wake up with an award winner, I share it with the world because that is <laughs> glorious. But we had two amazing Mother Day babies We really yesterday. did. A V-back and yes. a first-time mom. So two yeah. first-time vaginal births on Mother's Day. I did tell them, you're, y'all are trying to be special and extra here because it's Mother's Day. Y'all want... And the sibling wants to... Because it was my brother's birthday yesterday, too. And he's extra. And I'm like, that's the kind of thing little Alan would have done. He would have been born on a holiday so that he can be special and he can outdo all the other siblings because he was a Mother's Day baby and all this nonsense. So I did tell the baby yesterday, you're trying to be extra. Plus, yesterday's date was a cool date. It was It cool. was 5, 10, 20. Ah, uh, that's cool. So all the math kinda, nerds out there just yeah. got a little, little bit of so it was a really um, kind of cool date in general to have a baby. So before we talk about the birth, so we're <laughs> going to talk about normal birth and how normal birth, um, what that looks like. And the length of labor. And the length of labor. Because people are really um, confused about that. Um, but first, let's talk about pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Andy this morning. Y'all, the, all the all the services that we've been so spoiled have been closed, right? So I have some roots. I have some serious root issues happening, and um, on I'm, her head, in <laughs> other places. Well, no, there's no roots there, but I'm so shocked at how much gray hair I have because I've been coloring it because I'm not ready to go gray. I've been coloring it for about ten years because I started really going gray in my thirties, which really. 
chafes me a little bit. Both my parents were 50s before they started That's not gray. fair. So it's really not nice. Um, so I've been coloring my hair for a lot of years. So I haven't had this much regrowth in so long. And I'm just so shocked at how much gray hair I have. Um, but what I didn't realize when you got gray hair, well, and I don't know why it's so stupid that you don't realize it, but I didn't realize the pubic hair was going to turn gray. And oh, oh gray. <laughs> Rogue-wise, I didn't notice. But it's like overnight. Well, I don't know. I didn't really notice until you do trimming, and then all of a sudden, I notice the trimmings is all gray. I'm like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) So you know that about your midwife now. (laughs) But the other day when we posted, we posted a picture of like all kinds of different um, labia and how it can look. Like a hamburger bun, or and really the whole vulva, really the whole vulva is what it was, and it was like hamburger buns and meat curtains and like roast beef. Yes, you know when it's like sandwich packed, it kind of looks like like a roast beef sandwich, like meat curtains. But it had all these different ones. You're judging me, and um, <laughs> I said whatever I was because I'm like a hamburger bun. It's like butt cheeks all the way forward, right? That's what I look like. Everything's closed and tight and inside the drawer. Uh, and you're like, I'm this number, but I'm not telling anyone. <laughs> <laughs> but you just told the whole world that you had great pubic hair. <laughs> Who knows? <sighs> I don't. I only think six people listen, so the whole world's like, that's know. not true. <laughs> Every I'm sharing this one on like eight different places, <laughs> so they can all know. We digress. <laughs> we do digress. Never disappoint. She needs a good hey, laugh. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. Hi, everyone. We're not really seeing all the comments that great. I don't know if you could, as they're coming. So we'll try to pay yeah. attention. If you guys have any questions, pop up with questions. We're happy to answer questions. Um, we kind of want to talk about what's normal length of labor. Um, because so often, um, one of the things that we see all the time in our practice, especially with the VBACs, one of the reasons people get VBACs is because they're having a long labor. Um, and they're on this time schedule and then they're told, oh, well, failure to progress because you didn't progress in the right amount of time for the hospital system. Or, because, or they've been doing lovely and changing, changing, changing. Cervix is doing some things and working along and we're trucking in a beautiful labor. And then we get to a place like seven or eight and we stick there for, for longer than the curve. Right. Says, which the curve is big garbage. I wipe my butt with it and throw it in the toilet. Yeah. But we get to Freeman has say, been turning in his grave for many years because he never meant that's to not be what used he that meant. Way. And and it is really ridiculous. They want you to be changing like a, I can't remember the recipe for it, but you know, uh, one point two centimeters per hour. Well, that is unrealistic and dumb. Yes. Yeah. So normal labor is really what's normal for you. So I don't like to put anyone in a box. Now, sometimes I think long labors. I mean, I think my longest labor that I've been with somebody was for 66 hours. That was us together, actually. Yeah, which is long. Which is long, um, but not necessarily not normal either, right? So um, they they vary. And 
it's all really okay. I think it's long if you were doing an induction, right? Do you want a baby getting all of those meds for 60 hours? I wouldn't like that. Or a uterus contracting every three hours for six hours. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Sometime. Every hour or six? What did I say? You said a uterus. That's contracting not a lot of work. Every, contracting every three minutes. Yeah. That's a lot of for work. For 60 hours. That's a lot of work. Yeah. But typically, like on a normal, unmedicated labor, you're going to get some variation on a long labor. Like, you know, sometimes you'll have contractions every three or four minutes. And then it'll slow down every five or six minutes. And that's it's kind of how we know we're going to have a longer labor, don't you think? Yeah. And <laughs> we were doing that yesterday. We were having some, like, variability. variability and it wasn't making sense, which made sense. Yeah. But typically, if you're going to have a longer labor, I mean, if you're having a really short labor, your contractions just... Have a baby, but when they kind of start varying, like you have really regular close together, and then they kind of spread out, and then they come back. I think that's the body's natural mechanism to keep your baby safe. Yeah, that easy. I do, I do. And what I see in those long labors is normally the birther is okay. Yeah, because they're working, and they, they you really have this gift when you're in labor of turning off the clock. Mm-hmm. You don't even know if it's sun or moon outside. You're just working hard. Um, but it's the people around you that are, they're tired because they've been up and they've been pressing your back. And it, even us, I mean, yeah. we get tired. Um, we're the ones like, oh, it's been, it's been 24 hours and this and that. And the sun's already come up again. And we're the ones that start thinking about those things, especially family members mm-hmm. who are so used to whatever they read or whatever media says or, or your experience that you had in the hospital or, or even with another midwife. And they, I don't know that it's concerned. They're not afraid of anything, but they're like, what? I don't get it. What's happening? It's confusing and discouraging and exhausting and all the things. Um, so no, that that's normal. Normal well, the, is so much. The it's, other thing about that, though, I'm glad you mentioned that, is that family members, like I remember yesterday, her labor was about 36 hours, which is fine. Normal labor. Um, but his family was blasting him with texts, right? Which made him more anxious. Mm. Right. And even though everything's normal, but everything's blasting, he's getting blasted. Is the baby born yet? Is the baby born yet? Is everybody okay? Is everybody okay? And he's just trying to focus. Right. on what's going on. So note to y'all, the hardest thing for everyone to do is wait. <laughs> Patience is hard and we're guilty of it. I mean, yeah. even in, in the birth I did, yes, was it yesterday? Yesterday. Um, there were moments where I needed, like, thankfully I had a student, Sarah with me. She put me in my place and told me, Hey, you're not being patient. Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to know that the words you're using aren't good? And I'm like, note taken. <laughs> I'm a butthole. <laughs> and I corrected it. And I worked my tail off the rest of the night to make it up to that mama. And then she rocked it. You talk about, so typically, so we labor, that looks different for everybody. And then pushing, different for everybody. And you know, it really chaps my hide a little bit. People feel like you get a badge of honor, like oh, two pushes and I pushed my baby out. Well, great for you. That's lovely and grand. But you know what? It doesn't matter if it takes you two pushes or two hours everybody's working. Yes. We all get a badge. You're working. But just so you know, a lot of people think, oh, this is my second baby. But if you're a VBAC, it's your first vaginal birth. Yes. So 
in a first birth, pushing typically takes a little bit longer than in subsequent births. So fifth babies, we usually do just sneeze babies out if they're in a good position. But if it's your first vaginal birth, your vagina needs to figure out what to do. Those muscles have never done it. Um, we've not, they haven't unfolded yeah. yet before. Um, and it can be different times for everybody. Yeah. And just so you know, like people that are like athletes, runners, dancers, CrossFit, that, CrossFit, those pelvic floor muscles are really strong and they take a little bit longer to unfold. And that's normal. Mm-hmm. We just have to be patient. And that's the other reason people get C-sections. Oh, it's, your baby's not going to fit. Well, yes, your baby's going to fit. You just have to be patient and let things unfold and let that baby's head mold. Yeah. I will just say that this mama yesterday put, like, so instinctually pushed, got into mm-hmm. a position, like, kind of like a sumo wrestler type position and was like circle aiding in that position while oh, she was pushing. Beautiful. And I just was, I, you didn't, we didn't even have to instruct anything. She was so That's in the zone. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And she, she did for a first time vaginal birth was really on the quick scope of how fast you push a baby out for a first time vaginal birth amazing with no tears yeah isn't that awesome it was so it made the 36 hours worth it right just when you're so exhausted and you're watching somebody else that's working way harder than you are so you kind of feel bad about being tired do that right it's oh you get a high from it and the whole ride home i'm like (laughs) don't you think like we've been doing hypnobirthing in our practice for about a year and a half now, right? So I think we've had about 20 hypnobirths. Do you, do you notice a difference between how they're in that second stage versus everything that you did prior uh, the to ones that? that? The ones that practice. Yeah. For sure. You can always tell the ones that did hypnobirthing and then worked. And then the ones that took hypnobirthing. Right. Because <laughs> you have to work. It's like with anything else. I mean, you can buy the cookbook, but, but if you don't actually crack the cookbook and yeah. cook the thing then yeah. you didn't cook the thing most of them do it though most of them do yeah. it, and you can tell a big difference but even if they don't work it when they come to that pushing phase they really do listen to their body and let the body do most of the work yeah yeah it's been really amazing i like hypnobirthing a lot yeah it actually when i when i find out i'm heading to a birth and i see that they took hypnobirthing i'm like yes because i know they're just gonna do so grand yeah they've been doing really they've been doing really well and especially that second stage they tend to trust their body um, more. No fear. Yeah. And no fear and let the body push the baby out. And that can be long for different people too, right? So whole labors can be three hours and they can be 48 hours, 72 hours. Um, those are all really normal. And second stage, that's when your body starts doing that pushing can be three minutes and it can be three hours. And all of that's normal. So your body's got to your body and baby have got to work together mm-hmm. to get through the birth canal. And we just need a little patience. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a stage beyond when the baby's born, a very important part. Uh, when the placenta has to be born, there's a whole other stage, right? Yes. And if you read online or if you've had a hospital birth, because um, the way they manage the placenta's birth is called active management. Um, actually, a lot of people do active management of the placenta, and they really want baby to come in. Let's have a placenta. That's not normal. 
Right. When you're, well, if your body releases it naturally, that's normal. But injecting Pitocin to have it come out, pulling it around the thing and yanking it. No, no. Right. Leave the placenta alone. I don't even start thinking or worrying about it for a while. Yeah. Well, in this country, the time frame is 30 minutes. But if you look at the research and what's done in other countries, really their norm, the average norm is an hour for the placenta to release and come out on its own. Is it abnormal for it to be longer? Not necessarily. Gives you pause. Oh, I'd say I get yeah. paused. We get paused and go, hmm, what's going on? Is there something else that's causing the problem? So it's time to be aware, but not necessarily abnormal. Right. I think my longest, well, that just released on its own was an hour and nine minutes. I was a little nervous at an hour. I'm like, oh, is this going to happen? Um, and it did. Um, it usually does. I would say 99% of them come within an hour. Yeah, probably even more than that. Yeah. But but it's okay if it goes a little past that. If, if everything else is looking normal and hunky-dory, it, it will come. Right, right. So, really, y'all, all different times are all normal. So, release yourself of this, you know, cage of, how, you know, if your first birth was 24 hours, my second birth is going to be 12. Release yourself from that. And just go with the flow. Your right. labor is going to be what your labor is going to be. Right. We can't control it. I agree. And each pregnancy is different. So typically your second labor is half the time as your first, but I have on occasion seen it not be a little unusual, but still normal. Yeah. Unusual doesn't mean not normal. Right. Because it all has to do with the passenger and the position. So if your passenger is a different size or if your passenger is in a wonky position, and we talked about positions in the Midwife Monday not too long ago, I'm talking like the difference of this in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not give me that difference in there. Because you got a small little area yeah. to work with. And this is hard. It is. They have to it do is. a lot of work. They're sorry. They didn't understand. They didn't understand. And that's we should talk about the three Ps that talk about sure. labor, right? So there's psych psychological, there's the passenger, and there's the pelvis. So all of those things three those three things um make a difference. How are we feeling psychologically about our labor, about our birth? And those, those, that changes during each phase of labor. Have you noticed that? Early labor, you're like having a party. Or sometimes early labor's long because you're anticipating what's coming next. So you're going to stay in early labor long. <laughs> Got to surrender. Right. So it really kind of depends on when we're surrendering to each process of how long that labor is going to be. Yep. What is and position? Is position a fourth P or did I pull that from my butt? Well, that would be the passenger. What position is the passenger in? Okay. Which is the baby. The baby's the passenger. So what position Denied is the baby the passenger. in? passenger. <laughs> we're going to get him. Elton John. Um, and then there's your pelvis. What shape is your pelvis? Um, all, there's different shapes of your pelvis. They all can be normal, but they do cause a... Based on that shape, different rotations will come out. And some babies come out a little bit slower. And y'all, it's so weird to have an odd-shaped pelvis. Like, not weird that you're weird, but rare. Yeah. That one kind of pelvis, it's not your pelvis, y'all. You got this. Right. Right. You got it. They all work. But some some are a little bit narrower in places. Some have a narrow arch. And that just means the baby's got to mold and come through and rotate. And sometimes that's just slower. And it still works. And our baby that we just had, 
so my husband's convinced that I'm a, I'm not even a closet feminist, that I'm just a feminist and that I indoctrinate the world through my words on social media. I don't know about this. <laughs> but he says, and I was unaware for a while, but now that he's brought it to my attention, I try to be present in my wordage. And he says when we have, because we always post our babies with their shirt on and welcome them to the world and welcome to the HHH family, right? Um, and when we have little baby boys, I'll put something like handsome man, squishy face, whatever, and make them baby because they're a baby, right? And there's nothing wrong with welcoming them as a squishy face. But then when we have girls, I'm like, warrior goddess princess, you strong <laughs> world changer. And he's like... What's up with that? You got to stop. So yesterday and today, I posted this picture of the baby coming. And we saw the baby when she was already being born, coming out with her eyes open, like under the water, already checking out what's happening in this great that world. such a great picture. It was beautiful. Devin, shout out. Devin's photography, she did that. And um, she was already open. So um, she came out and that, that was the little thing I said, like, Welcome to the world wide-eyed. You're going to be a world changer. And it was a girl. Well, then I posted another baby in her HHH onesie that was also a girl, but I called her like a squishy face or whatever. And Chris texted me, you you highlighted how world-changing and beautifully wide-eyed this one was. And then the other one you said was a squishy face. I was like, well, as a matter of fact, that was also a girl. So. <laughs> and I think our onesies is appropriate for girls and boys. Oh, yeah. Our onesies are so cute. They're cute. So... There you go, Chris. Yeah, tell him. She's she is a little bit of feminist. Do you think I'm? I don't think I'm a feminist. Less than me, but you like girl power, and you I believe in women. Do, but I don't know if that means a feminist. I just yeah. feel like I feel like we're equal and different, and I celebrate all of our differences. I do too. I think that too. So, but I get my fanny ruffle. You do a little more than I do. I do. Sorry. Right. Well, that's. <laughs> That's it. I don't know if you can go through the comments and read. Relaxation and knowledge from the classes. Yes. Hi, Brittany. Oh, <laughs> hello. Congratulations. Uh, I don't know if you can scroll if anyone's got uh, any questions. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Have I done my eyebrows lately? Let's see. No. 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 Who does that? How are you going to scroll with your I computer? <laughs> I'm I a better midwife than a tech. Good. Great. Oh, shoot. Oh my gosh, I have to tell you guys. Oh, look, you can. Oh, I have to tell you. Uh, well, I hope y'all forgive me sometimes because sometimes we can be really stupid. But I was doing my. Uh, Not me, just Jalen. Just me. <laughs> I was writing something on our board for the class and I put, you know, the greater than or equal than sign. I just not even thinking about it, just put it wrong. And then the client had to come correct me. So making me look really stupid. Rightfully so, correcting me, by the way. You want to get the language right. Let's, anything, oh. questions? <laughs> um, they're talking about the way their children's vulvas look. Jennifer said Marlon started to order lunch to his office so he wouldn't hear us while he was eating. <laughs> Marlon, you love us. Anything? Oh, lots of people watching. Y'all are yes. bored. I guess it's more than six people today. Yeah. You now know all about me. For those tuning in now, Jalen has great pubic hairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember. This is hey, why Mandy. I don't tell anyone when I'm in labor, so no one rushing me. Exactly. Yeah. When you know everyone's watching you in labor, you feel pressure to perform. 
Kenna says she didn't practice enough. We called you out then, Kenna. Oops. Chris did a great job, Catherine. Mm -hmm. Hey, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Oh, Sarah's giving us the peas. Yep. Okay. Hi, Jenna. I think we got everyone. I think. Hi, Mama. My mama is a feminist too. She said, it's a man's world, not. <laughs> I wonder where I get this from. <laughs> 